In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom. I'm glad to be with you today. We remember from John's Gospel when Jesus came the first and second time into the upper room that the scripture said, and the doors were closed. Oh yes, they were closed for fear of the Jewish people. They were afraid that they would be next, the apostles, and that they would be killed as Jesus was killed, but Jesus rose from the dead. And so the doors were locked. That's very important because when we go to Pentecost, the doors are open. When the Holy Spirit comes, the doors are open. Let's look at Acts 1, verse 8. But you, yes you, shall receive power, yes you shall receive power. After that the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, to the uttermost parts of the earth. You, yes it's all about the Holy Spirit, it's all about the power of the Holy Spirit. and so. The scripture says in Acts 1.14, These all continued in one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and his brethren. They were together in one accord when the Holy Spirit came upon them. They were of one mind and one heart when the Holy Spirit came upon them. I'm looking at the 16th chapter of St. John. The Word of God says with chapter 16, 4, But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go on my way to the Father who sent me. And none of you asks me, Where are you going? But because I have said these things, unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. The Comforter is the Holy Spirit. It is expedient that I go away. Why? Because if I don't go away, I will not send the Holy Spirit. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. I have with me today Father Joseph. I want you to talk. You have to speak right into the microphone, nice and loud. I want you to talk about the coming of the Holy Spirit and how important that Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Blessed Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, nothing takes place in the church. It is through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that the church came to be, and the Spirit that formed us. Jesus, before he left, promised 
as with the coming of the power of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit that will lead us to Jesus Christ, our Lord and God, the Spirit that will remind us of all what Jesus did for us and what we need to do. With the coming of the Spirit, the church came to being. The Spirit comes to sanctify us. The Spirit comes to help us to pray. St. Paul rightly says, the Spirit comes to us to help us to pray when we are unable to pray. So it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that we are able to pray to the Lord and proclaim that Jesus is the Lord. It is through the power of the Holy Spirit that bread and wine are transformed into the body and blood of Christ our Lord. It is through the power of the Holy Spirit that forgiveness is received. After the resurrection, Jesus went to his apostles and breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. For those who sins you forgive, they are forgiven. In a way, through the suffering, the torment, the pains, and the death of Jesus, the apostles were dead. But the spirit that Jesus breathed into them revived them. So each one of us needs the presence of the Holy Spirit to encandle within us, to teach us, to remind us, and lead us to Jesus Christ. Father Randall wrote a book, No Spirit, No Church. No Spirit, No Word of God. Now, the church was birthed by the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. Now, my question, and it is a question, is why don't we call upon the Holy Spirit in our desperation to do what he did in the early church, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to pray. We need the Holy Spirit. You know, it's not enough that the church is Christ's body. The body needs to be revived by the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, you have a dead body, you know? And you know, you go to a church and they're as dead as can be. I remember going to a, a service and I said to the people at the service, you people look as if God died last week, but he rose from the dead on Sunday. And let's now start to praise him and call upon the Holy Spirit. And things began to happen and with that group of people. The Holy Spirit came in a mighty way. How we need the Holy Spirit. How I need the Holy Spirit. What does it say? It is expedient for you, it's better for you, that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. The Spirit also comes in two different ways, two kinds, for our sanctification and for edification. The sanctification is the one that you receive the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. 
and also for the edification to build the church. The gift of prophecy, the gift of preaching, the gift of singing, the gift of teaching, the gift um, of playing, having exceptional qualities in life, they are all from the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Do you need the Holy Spirit? Do you want to receive the Holy Spirit? Get in touch with Jesus Christ and ask Him to send you the power of the Holy Spirit into your life, into my life, into the family, that we may be inspired to be great preachers, to be prophets, to uh, pray, to spend time to pray because the Spirit comes to help us to pray, to be sanctified. This is the Spirit that sanctifies us, that brings healing and peace to us. We have seen at Holy Rosary how people have been healed through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings miracles. The Holy Spirit brings the Gospel. The Holy Spirit touches hearts. The Holy Spirit changes lives. What the Church needs today and what I need today is that the Holy Spirit would change our life even more, that we would be on our faces before Jesus Christ, and that we would experience that wonderful power, that wonderful love, that wonderful joy of the Holy Spirit. The Scripture says the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruits, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, and so on. It's all in love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. I tell you, the Holy Spirit makes the love of God real in people's lives. How about you? How about you? Where are you today? God wants to pour His Holy Spirit upon you. You say, I'm not worthy. That's right. How many times do I have to say, I'm not worthy? I'm not worthy, but God wants us to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can witness to Christ, so that we can do the things that Jesus told us to do. I'm going to a conference, and the man is going to speak about raising the dead. Now, you might not believe that they raised the dead, but you know what? Heidi Baker has raised many people, especially babies, from the dead. But you see, we have lost that power. I want to raise people that are spiritually dead from the dead to the life. I want to raise people uh, to be alive in Christ. That's why I preach the gospel. My friend Carmen says, it is Father Tom's mission to make Catholics into Christians. That's right. Because we are Christian Catholics. And Christian Catholics know the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, the greatest of the gift of the Holy Spirit uh, is love. When we have love within us, that we have love for God, then we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. Our love for God that will help us to communicate with Him, to give Him reverence, to love Him above all things, and our love for one another our love for the brokenness of hearts. Sometimes it doesn't feel for us to reach out to certain people, but when we have that power of the Spirit with us, 
it will help us to love other people. So the greatest of all the gifts that we can ever receive is the gift of the Holy Spirit. So it's a gift of love, the gift of love that we need, because the greatest of all the gifts, when we have it, then we have all, because God is love. God is love. Do you need the Holy Spirit? Today, I would like to pray that the Spirit that raised Jesus up will raise you up and raise me up and raise the sick and the brokenness of hearts up today. The gift of the Holy Spirit. So come Holy Spirit, fill in the hearts of the faithful. Fill in the hearts of people who are sick. Fill in the hearts of people who are lonely. Fill in the hearts of people who are forgotten. Fill in the hearts of people who have given up in life. Fill within them and strengthen them. Empower them. Mold them. Teach them. Remind them. Stay with them. The apostles cried out, Stay with us, Lord. Let us pray that the Spirit will stay with us in all circumstances of our lives, that the Spirit will enlighten us and lead us to Jesus Christ, our Lord and our God. It is all about the Holy Spirit. Without the Spirit, nothing takes place in the church and in the world. That's why the church is supernatural. The Christian life is supernatural. Without the Spirit, we cannot live the Christian life. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot even say Jesus is Lord. When we go to feed the hungry uh, in Boston, my first prayer is, Jesus Christ is Lord of this place. We just want to separate it from anything else so that Jesus is Lord. Then we bless the food. But Jesus Christ is Lord. Not saying that without the Holy Spirit. You can't say it unless the Spirit dwells within you. But you see, it's, it's living for Jesus. It's not only receiving the Holy Spirit. It's living for Jesus. As we live for Jesus, we see the outpouring of the Spirit more and more. I could not do these broadcasts if the Spirit of God did not come to me. I would be absolutely unable to do these broadcasts. But the Spirit himself wakes us up. The Spirit himself refreshes us. Oh, how I need to be refreshed by the Holy Spirit. How I need that God, the one who raised Jesus from the dead, would dwell in me more powerfully and totally in me. How I need that. Just think about it. Jesus was the most dead person in the world. Why? Because he was the life, and he is the life. And when he laid in that tomb, he was the deadest of the dead. And the Spirit of God came upon him and made him a resurrected body. Hallelujah. Without the Holy Spirit, Jesus would have gone to ashes. No. Jesus Christ is Lord. Right now, he's at the Father's right hand. And what do you think he's doing? 
He's pouring out the Holy Spirit upon us. Jesus said, you fathers know how to give good things to your children. If they ask you for a piece of bread, you won't give them a stone. If they ask you for a fish, you won't give them a scorpion. How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Father, we ask for the Spirit of God. We ask that He would have control of our minds, of our hearts, of our ministries. Oh yes, it is so important that the Holy Spirit has control of the ministries because you know, it's all about Jesus. This, this ministry is not to make me great. I'm not great. I never was great, but I know who is great, and it's Jesus Christ. And you know who taught me that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit proclaims Jesus. The Holy Spirit proclaims the death and resurrection of Jesus. The Holy Spirit comes as a life giver. He is the forgiveness of our sins. The Spirit is a gift to the church and for the church. The gift to heal and bless and sanctify. We do not have to count on ourselves, but you can count on the Spirit. We can rely on the power of the Spirit. We are finite. God is infinite. The Spirit is infinite. So we can always rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. We can't do anything without the power of the Spirit. So we need to count more on the Spirit, more than our own selves. No matter what we are, no matter what we have, we can still count on the Spirit, and the Spirit will renew us and make us better and lead us to Jesus Christ. With the Spirit, we can reach out to anywhere that we want to go or whatever difficulty you want to come across. So we need the Spirit always to be by our side or within us to teach us and mold us and protect us. It is all about the Spirit. Do you want to forgive people? Do I want to forgive people? I need the power of the Holy Spirit. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to lead you to do that because by yourself, by myself, I can do nothing. I can truly do nothing. I can only rely on the power of the Holy Spirit that will inspire me to reach out to others and let go and forgive. And so by, by doing so, we are healed. By forgiving people, we are healed. By letting it go, we grow. But when we are unable to let go, we get stuck. I don't want to get stuck, and I believe you do not want to get stuck. So let us call on the power of the Spirit to lead us so that we can let go and forgive and be healed. Each one of us can be given that gift of the Holy Spirit. But the point is, are we ready to welcome the Spirit within us? Are we ready to get in touch with the Spirit to inspire us to do what Jesus taught us what to do? It is so important, it is so important that we have a thirst for the Spirit of God. My Aunt May, God bless her, she's in heaven today. She would ask the Lord to give her a hunger 
and a thirst for the Holy Spirit. And she became a prayer warrior, Aunt May. When she was praying at the prayers of the faithful, she'd go on forever, just praying and praying and praying. But she, I loved when she prayed in tongues too. Her tongues would make me laugh. She thought I was making fun of her. I was getting the joy when she would pray in tongues. She would, she would pray in tongues so fast. My Aunt May also prayed the rosary in three minutes. She knew how to pray the rosary, my Lord. But she was a prayer partner. She was a prayer warrior. And she was filled with the Spirit of God. Not always. I remember before I was a priest, she was taking a nervous breakdown. And she said to me, can you help me? I took her into my room and we prayed that Jesus would become Lord of her life and Savior of her life. And it wasn't three weeks later that she found a prayer group and she became alive in Christ. The Spirit makes us alive in Christ. Today, we ask the Lord to breathe into our souls our homes are world that you may be filled with the gift of the holy spirit the gift of peace and joy the gift of sharing the gift of forgiving the gift of letting it go the gift of embracing others and reaching out to the needy the poor and the abandoned Every Saturday we go to the streets to give bread and clothes to the poor and the needy, the homeless. What do you think we are able to do that? It was all through the power of the Holy Spirit that's given to us, that lead us, that bring people to us to help prepare prepare the food, prepare the clothes and drive to the town and support the needy and the poor, people who have no one to care for them, who have no nothing to eat. We are able to do that not by our power and our own strength, but through the power of the Holy Spirit. It is the mission and the work of the Spirit to do that. So the Spirit comes to us to help us to reach out to these broken people like ourselves. So we pray today that the Spirit will fill within our hearts and all believers' hearts that they may go out to the whole world and proclaim the good news and share their resources to the needy and the poor. This whole idea of the Spirit helps us to forgive. Yes, forgiveness is really important. And I don't have to feel forgiveness. I have to will to forgive. I will to forgive Joe and Jane and Joe, Mickey and uh, Kathy and Louie and whoever else. I will to forgive myself. I just made up those words uh, other than me. I need to forgive myself because I am not perfect. And some part of me thinks that I have to do everything right. And you know, that's not real. I'm a broken vessel. That's why broken people come to me. They know that I am just like them, but the only thing I am different with them is that the power of the Spirit has come upon me. Jesus says, it is better for you, more expedient for you, that I go away. 
If I do not go away, I will not send the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, show us the people that need to be forgiven so that we can forgive them now in the name of Jesus. Just start to say, I forgive so-and-so in the name of Jesus. 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 Just remember, the Spirit of God gives us the ability to forgive and offer forgiveness to those who have hurt us. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be thou to me, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh. And dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. It would be good if you uh, gave us a donation on PayPal. Inseason.net will take you to PayPal. Inseason.net. We need to hear from people so that we can proclaim the gospel. I do not get one cent from what I get. I give it all back because I want to hear the word preached. I want to see the word preached. I want Jesus to be proclaimed. I want the Holy Spirit to be loved. May Christ love you, pour out his love upon you. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.